What's up, Basketball Nation? Uh, welcome back. We went through a long, very long hiatus. I'll be the first one to say is uh, not what we wanted. But once again, like we said before, when we have one in our hiatus, um, we're going to come back stronger. Uh, like I said, uh, there's been a lot going on. Obviously, the pandemic, it has faded away a whole lot, um, which gave the opportunity for basketball to come back the way we're used to seeing it. Fans being able to go to the arenas, um, being able to see a great season unfold, guys battled through it. Through it. The last time where we left off was, you know, uh, through the bubble and stuff like that. But, uh, but yeah, we're back and we're back in full effect. Uh, for the people that have been watching us, you guys already know my name. But if you don't, my name is Ronnie. Um, this is Basketball Nation. Uh, and yeah, all we do is talk about basketball, mainly the NBA. Uh, I'm going to let my co-host introduce himself and then let him say whatever he wants to say. We're going to go straight into the topics without wasting time. Yeah, I mean, for those that have been uh, watching us on previous episodes at some point or another, you know, um, you know, my name's Paul. I'm back at it again with Ronnie. Uh, we're going to try to pump out as much as we can for you here during the offseason, keep you guys engaged. Obviously, the season just wrapped up, so we're going to try to keep you guys engaged. As I'm sure a lot of people are basketball fans just in general, so you'll be engaged. But uh, And prepare for the next season and recap what, what just happened, of course. But, you know, we gave you uh, some, some, some insight into the bubble. We gave you some insight into this season before the fans, like he just touched on. And then, uh, you know, now that the fans are back, and thankfully the pandemic has kind of calmed me down, hopefully keep going in that direction so we get, uh, you know, back to normal every which way, including our, our beautiful sport that we love, which is basketball and mainly the NBA. So uh, mm -hmm. hopefully we, we, we delve into that topic right now. I'm going to let him run with it, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy. All right, cool. Oh, and by the way, before I start, if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Press that like button. So that way we can get into the YouTube algorithm, as well as go to all the other platforms that we're on, Apple Music, uh, Anchor, um, Spotify, and all that good stuff. And like I said, press them post notifications. That way you know every single time we upload a new episode. So with that being said, let's get straight into the topics. The first one we're going to start with, just because it makes sense. Giannis getting... His first ring. Yep. Man, oh man, oh man, have we been waiting for this? And guess what? I know in his mind and in the average NBA fan's mind, it was worth the wait. Absolutely. What do you, what do you got to say about that, man? I mean, I mean, if you're a Buck fan, it was worth the wait, period. Obviously. It's the first one since 1970 uh, <laughs> that, they, that they get one. Uh, and, and, you know, they've been pretty good for, for quite some time, pretty much since he got on that team. So they've been relevant. Uh, but to get it, finally get it, since the first time since 1970, is amazing uh, as a Buck fan. And for Giannis, I mean, I think no matter what he does going forward, which I think he's still going to do very good, but no matter what he does going forward, he's cemented himself in Buck's history, and he's probably going to have his jersey retired at some point or another no matter what he does anymore, because it's been so long since they got a championship and all his personal accolades that we'll delve into. But, I mean, yeah, kudos off to the Bucks. You know, um, at the beginning of the year, if, if we go back to our earlier podcast, you know, when we were discussing predictions and things of that nature, they were one of the teams that I thought had a chance if they could stay healthy. 
because uh, you can never rule out Giannis. He's such a great player. Uh, but to see them finally get it done, yeah, tip my hat yeah, off. Yeah, but Paul, but Paul, let's not sit here and say, like, you did say that they, you know, eventually they'll get it right. Yeah, but I mean, they, I, had a, they had two years in a row of an opportunity yeah. when they blew it off. Yeah, so, but what I say to that is what I've said before. And I, I please, we can go back on previous po- podcasts if we have to. But uh, I do think when I predicted for the East, I said the Bucks would come out of the East. Uh, that was even early on in the year. Um, the real reason why I said that is not come out of the so, East. Come out of the East. Come out of the East. Now, so, so you weren't you, too you weren't too sure that they were going to win. Which well, well, because you got to remember, you can't rule out all the great teams that we have out West. Um, and the right. real reason why Giannis hasn't came out the East was because he had to do. I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Just like a lot of people had to in the East for how many years? So you know, you're looking at his career. I mean, it's honestly, it's really impressive. He has eight years in the league. Eight years. He's won a championship in his eighth year. I mean, that's very successful uh, to get yeah. it done in your yeah. eighth year. And he's been in the playoffs, what, five, six years out of those no, eight no, years? No, no, no. You know what? When you, when you put it like that, and, and I'm glad you put it in that perspective, um, we forget. You see, this is the thing. And I'll be the first one to say it and admit it as well. We tend to forget because you, you, you rarely get uh, guys like this coming into the league and establishing themselves so early in their career. On their own team? That, correct. That we forget that this guy's still super young. He only has eight years in the league. So right. when we put it in that and we magnify it in that way, yeah. man, that's impressive. In, 26, in the eighth year. 26 years old at that. You know, he came in when he was 18. So, And he's been already, what, a two-time MVP in this league, so many mm-hmm. different accolades, multi-time All-Star. So... He's had a good track record. It's just unfortunately, just like Jordan, and I don't, I'm not comparing James to Jordan, LeBron James to Jordan, but just like Jordan, Jordan ruined a lot of people's championship hopes. Well, Giannis ran into LeBron James when he was in the East. And now that correct. LeBron left, the East is wide open and, and Giannis took advantage of that. Correct. Uh, correct. Correct. So, you know, I, but, 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 but let, with that being said, Paul, um, talking yeah. about LeBron James, you continue, because I noticed you, you, I, I get the analogy. You pretty much put it LeBron James as the villain, like Michael Jordan was in his time. He stopped a lot of people. Correct. Yeah. So this is this is the thing that I would say to that though. I agree with you 100 percent That plays a big part, but check this out. He wasn't a villain this year, was he? Oh well. The Phoenix it... beat the Phoenix beat the Lakers yeah. in the first round. Goodbye. Right. right. And that was beautiful. So that that's the reality is, you know, Phoenix, a lot of people had Phoenix winning the whole thing. Um, after, especially after that first round, not, not at the beginning of the year. I don't think a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people did. Well, I mean, after, after they knocked out the Lakers, a lot of people were, were starting to realize what Phoenix really is, even though they've been pretty damn good all year. Um, even dating back to the bubble when they finished the bubble, but you know, I mean, nobody, obviously when they predict the season, their record was, before you continue, their record was 51 wins and 21 losses. I know they were number two in the West. Uh, I mean, there was only one team better uh, than them in the West. Uh, and they, they went out. Oh, early, the Utah so, Jazz. And, and they went out early. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta respect what Phoenix did. And, rem- and remember this, Phoenix is a team also that hasn't seen the playoffs in 10 years. So for them to go from no playoffs in 10 years to go into the NBA finals and almost having a chance to win it is super impressive. So it's no slight to them. Uh, you know, obviously Giannis and them, you know, I always say 
I always say, in order to win, you got to get beat up first. So oh, Phoenix hasn't got beat up. They haven't made the playoffs in 10 years. This is a good way to get beat up. Your first time in the playoffs, you go to the finals and you lose. So they're, they're, they're going to be okay. They're going to be okay. But Giannis been been working. He's been getting beat up little by little, and he got it. So, you know, I set my hat off to him. Oh, and man, not man. only him, to the, to the whole organization, to the coach, to the think, rest of the guys. I will be one of the first ones to say this as well. And we had this conversation outside of, you know, uh, our episodes that I said, look, listen, I feel bad for Giannis, right? They attempted a few times, no cigar. Mm-hmm. But check this out, though. I said, if they don't win this year, they got to split up that team, no yeah. matter how good the players that they have in that team is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes having good players is not enough. Yeah. You get me? It just may not be working. So, but they, they definitely proved me wrong. Now, yeah. let's not act like the Phoenix Suns did not give them a run for their money because they did. Of course not. But, but you expect that. I mean, the Phoenix Suns got to the finals for a reason. They're, they're right. not a bad team. They're a very, very good team. Uh, with, with young stars and and uh, Hall of Famer soon to be in Chris Paul. So, you know, when you look at that, yeah, you expect them to give them a run for their money. But Giannis was prepared. And it wasn't only Giannis. It was the coach, like I said, Budenholzer, coached amazing. And then it was also Chris Middleton. He's been an all-star in this league before, twice already. And he really, really grew up. He's a clutch player in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. That's what he's shown in the big lights. You know, Drew Holiday, the former all-star, who also played huge. And by the way, and uh, by the not way, forget... Correct. I just want to mention that before you continue your uh, your point. That's what they were missing, and we had this conversation before well, we started. We had went went into our long hiatus. Yeah. That they needed a point guard. They got and, Drew Holiday. And I and I and I said at the beginning of the year that was a huge pickup for them to get Drew Holiday, who's mm-hmm. a bona fide All Star in this league, to play defense. It's not about always getting the biggest names, and I'm glad Giannis said that at the end. It's not about oh I got to go somewhere and get four or five players. This is. This brings joy to him so much more, he said. He, he, he'd rather never win again, but got it this way. Uh, because you're talking about him and Middleton got drafted together, and they pretty much mm-hmm. stayed together and won this thing together. They added Drew Holiday, who's later in his career, who played amazing, but they added him this season. He definitely helped. You know, and then management, you got to tip their hat off. A very underrated pickup, in my opinion, that helped them win this championship tremendously was around – the all-star break when it was around the tread deadline for the NBA, when they picked up PJ Tucker, this guy was a pest, a pest every round, every round, you know? So these are the things that help you get over the top and, and they got it. You know, you need a support support team, but one thing that I will say, and I'll tip my hat out to Giannis and and we're going to kind of like mix both uh, topics right now uh, with this, uh, um, what I'm going to say right now, um, I tip my head out to him because, like you said, he stuck with his team. He wasn't focused yeah. on getting the big names. Yeah. And he's proven, hey, look, I'm not leaving. I'm going to get it done with my guys. And he yeah. got it done. Now. Got it done. Now, let's talk about the disappointment. And I was, I was thinking about this the other day. I said, wow. I think, once again, there's nothing against LeBron James. We've said it in the past. You yeah. know, we can't knock his talent. We can't knock what he does. But one thing that is catching up to him at this point, people could say his age. No, no, he's still playing on the top of his game. Mm-hmm. What it is is finally we're seeing what can happen when you trade off your young guys to try to get elite players. Mm-hmm. He traded off his he traded off his young core. Yeah. Right? Now let's not act like LeBron James did not play a part in that because he definitely did to get an Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. Right. Of so so let's touch on that a little bit where 
in the atmosphere of the NBA right now, like we said, some of these young teams, like the Phoenix Suns, the Denver Nuggets, the Milwaukee Bucks, this is a different atmosphere. You couldn't, it, it didn't make sense for the Lakers to trade off their young court to try to win one year. And it, it kind of dis- it kind of like backfired. It, it did. Um, it definitely, it definitely backfired, but you know, a, a lot of that goes into that. But, but before I, I, I touch on LeBron James and, and, and the Lakers and how that backfired, and, and yes, they won the championship last year. I'll, I'll touch on that too. I just want to close by giving Giannis the proper love. And like I said, he's 26 years old, eight-year pro. Now he's an NBA champion. He's also a finals MVP. He's mm-hmm. also a two-time NBA MVP. He's a five-time NBA All-Star. You know, he's an All-Star MVP. He's an NBA Defensive Player of the Year. He's an NBA Most Improved Player of the Year at some point mm-hmm. as well. Uh, this guy... You know, you got to give him his his roses, as they like to say. He deserves it, and he's just a, a genuine human being. So I'm happy for that organization, even though that's not my team. Everybody knows who's oh, my team. Can you mention? I just want to. I just want to you know? close that with that. But no, 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 we weren't closing it. We were gonna we were gonna mix the two because we yeah. Were so compare, we were gonna compare both players. Yeah. So I, you that's know, do. so now to to your point of what you said with with LeBron James and the Lakers. Yes, when you do when you deplete your roster for big names, right? You're going to have lesser role players on the team. It's common sense. Your salary is, is invested in two or three guys. And it's harder to get quality role players that when now you're two or three guys, which we saw in case of Anthony Davis dealing with injuries in the playoffs and during the year, and even LeBron at times dealing with injuries. Now you need your role players to step up. And when you have not the best role players because you couldn't afford it anymore, it hurts you. You need a deep roster. And that's, I think that's where you know, LeBron is messing up, especially later in his career. The formula worked earlier on in his career when he was young right. and he was spry. When the he, NBA was young. When the NBA was different as well. And not only that, remember, he did it when Dwayne Wade was still young. That's when they paired that up. You did it with Kyrie Irving when he was still young. Yes, Kyrie's always been injury prone, but he was young. But now mm-hmm. he's trying it with Anthony Davis, who's also older in his career. LeBron James is 37 years old, so he's not a young guy. I know he's playing young, but he's not a young guy. So that formula doesn't necessarily work. You gotta invest in some of the youth, like you said, and and you gotta build role players around it. And that's how you're gonna get it done today. And Giannis proved that. But that's my point. And so we weren't leaving uh, uh, Giannis. We were actually gonna stay there a little bit and kind of now intertwine it with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the Phoenix Suns. Right here. Uh, nothing right here. against them at all. No. At all. Whoever says, ah, no, they won. They won. Yes. (laughs) They won. Can you touch a little bit? Can you touch a little bit on your opinion on on what you feel, even though they lost, lost on what the Phoenix Suns was able to do? Oh, it it was a great year. I mean, this all started from the bubble. Remember, and the bubble was without Chris Paul, mind you. So they was already, you know, ripping off wins left and right and starting to show what good young talent they have on that team. Then they added Chris Paul in the offseason and hit the ground running with a Hall of Famer that I, I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer at least. But they hit the ground running with him. They, they became the Monte Williams. Monte Williams, great coach. They became the number two seed in the West, right? Mm-hmm. They obviously have Devin Booker, who became an All Star. DeAndre, mm-hmm. in my opinion, will be DeAndre an All Star. At some point or another, he will be an All Star. He's a great player. Mikhail Bridges is a two way player. Jay Crowder, I'm just going down the line with, with names. You needed you know, those role players, the Jay Crowders. Of the world, yeah. you need that to win 
to, to, to even get close to winning a ship. Yeah, and let's not forget and let's not forget the cams. I like to call them the cams. Which one of them might walk away this offseason? Campaign, 100%. campaign played amazing. The lefty point guard, big big role for them. You also mm-hmm. have Cameron Johnson, who's a very young, very young small forward in this. He he doesn't miss from three point land. These oh, are the role players no. you need. You know, so I, and then obviously, like I said, they were number two in the West. They won in the first round against the Lakers against LeBron, right? And you know, it's just this is a team that hasn't seen the playoffs in ten That's years. That's already setting the statement when you beat LeBron James in the first round. But but also remember, a team that hasn't seen the playoffs in ten years. Yeah. So for them to do that, and then go to the finals, and then let's not forget they were up two zero in the finals. Oh yeah. So Giannis oh, yeah. came and took it, but they were in control. So this young Phoenix Suns team is a scary team, and I don't think they're done. I don't think they're okay. done. Okay. Now, thank you for mentioning that. Now. Let's touch on the Phoenix Suns. See, we're going to keep intertwining the topics because it's crazy. All the topics that we're talking about today kind of goes together, right? Because now we just mentioned Giannis, right? We just mentioned LeBron James and how we compare them and what Giannis was able to do keeping his young core and sticking to his team and what LeBron James didn't do, what, what he, leaving his young core. Now let's add a Devin Booker. Oh, Devin Booker. Same thing. He stuck with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, and it's beautiful. He could have left, but he chose oh. not to. He signed that max deal. He's he likes he likes being the man of that team. And yes, people, some people are gonna say it's Chris Paul. No, Chris Paul just got there and he's later. In his no, career. no. Devin no. Booker has been there since day one, and they're building around him, and they're giving him pieces to work with. Chris Paul is just one of those pieces, and I'm not saying that slightful because he's a Hall of Famer, of course. Mm-hmm. But they're giving him what he needs to excel, right? And Devin Booker, let, look, you, you said let's touch on Devin Booker. So let's touch on him appropriately. You know, let's let's put this in perspective. He's a six-year pro, right? That hasn't mm-hmm. seen the playoffs until this year. He went all the way to the NBA Finals. A six-year right. pro who's a two-time All-Star who averages 25, 4, and 4 mm-hmm. in, in the regular season, who took those averages up to 28 points per game in the playoffs with five rebounds yeah. and four assists on 100%. good efficient shooting. So this is a guy that is only six year pro he's 24 years old he's going nowhere and, and i don't mean that like he could leave phoenix at some point i don't know it could happen but i mean in terms of his play and his his name this kid's gonna be a dangerous guy in this league for years to come. not, not gonna be he is oh for years to come too I, i'm just saying like some people look at it like oh he went to the finals oh he didn't win it that's it he's never gonna no this guy is he's a special talent he's only 24 years old i repeat 24 years old Correct. He's got a lot of time left. It's crazy. It's crazy when you really think about it. I mean, I I, I feel like I've been hear, hearing Darren Booker's name for a while in the league. But that yeah. just comes to show you in the, 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 the few years he's been in the league, what type of noise he's been able to make. Well, you got to remember, he got drafted by a bad team, right? Because he got a drafted. A small market, very small market. And he got into the Phoenix Suns when yeah. they were. Well, that's what I mean. Remember, he got drafted number 13 in his draft. That Correct. means the team had to be pretty bad, right, before that. You're talking about they drafted an 18-year-old kid because if you do the math, he's six years in. He's 24. They drafted an 18-year-old kid, and you're asking him to take control of the team that quick? Slow down. But he's six and years in. At the time, in. they had Eric Bledsoe. Which yeah. hasn't amounted to much, let's be honest. Right. I think he's a good role player, but Correct. look what he did with the Bucks. He was okay with the Bucks. He leaves the Bucks. They switch the point guard, and they win the championship. So, you know, I think they're giving Booker the right pieces now in Phoenix. I think they got a lot of good role players. My only question mark, and I pose this to you, actually, and I, and I know how I feel about it, and we'll see, but mm-hmm. 
I think Phoenix can continue to be a very relevant team. My question mark with that team is Chris Paul is a free agent. They better find somebody if he walks or else they're going to be in trouble. Well, this is the thing, and, and I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that, right? Because, look, this is the thing. Before we press, before we pressed play, I mentioned that. I, you know, I said, even though, yes, they had a great run, the question would be for Chris Paul. Right. Is this was his chance to win a ring. Oh, absolutely. Is, yeah. he, is he in mind thinking, regardless if he's competitive or not, Am I going to be added in the list of the, you know, the, the great players that retires without a ring? Yeah. So I think at this point, Chris's, Chris Polk's career, he's looking to win a ring. Right. Now, that could play a big part on his decision and what he chooses to do, right? Does he want to try to do this again with the Phoenix Suns? Right. That would be the question, right? right? I think Chris Paul's mentality right now is, I got a couple of more years left. I want to win a ring. We're onto something here in the Phoenix Suns. So I would say he would not walk. I hope so. And 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 to your point, if I if I look at Chris Paul's career, he he's endured a lot on his own many times, right? With the back then with the, uh, with the Hornets, right? New Orleans Hornets, right. and then you know uh, obviously the Clippers. That New Orleans, that sorry, that's it. Out, you know OKC, and now he 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 joined this what I like to call a baby son's team, right? They never made the playoffs until now, and they're very good. So I hope he stays there. But well, when he was in the Clippers, they, that's, they, they, this is what's fucked up, sorry, messed up about the, yeah. the, 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 that, that situation. We mm. thought that was going to be his first ring. Yeah. Well, I like the team. I just didn't like the other teams. And I always mention that because it matters. You know, it matters who you're So you say the other teams in the way of the Clippers. At that time, they were better, the other teams, and, and they just didn't have what it took. Now, this Phoenix Suns team, it, to me, is one of the better teams in the league, even though they just lost, if they can keep it together. Maybe you add another piece here and there. What that is, I don't, don't know. Don't forget that's, about see, That's the thing. Don't forget about the Denver Nuggets of the world. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving the Phoenix Suns the guaranteed uh, Western Conference Championship again. I'm not yeah. doing that. But remember, Denver maybe would have been out of the West if Jamal Murray was there. So. A lot of things play into how things develop, right, during the course of a year and in the playoffs. I just hope Chris Paul stays there instead of, like, taking this cheap road, which there's rumors, and I'm sure you read some of that, where LeBron James is already saying uh, they're they're looking at Chris Paul or Russell Westbrook because LeBron has to get all these superstars, right? You know who else? You know who else they're looking at? Uh, A Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal is another name. So these are the things I don't like that. I mean, if it happens, it happens. I don't, I don't like, like it. I hope Chris Paul stays with this young team. I think, listen, they were only, what, two games away from a championship. If they get another piece here and there, you know, who knows? You know, I, I, I still think the way it just happened, you know, they, they were in control of the finals. They were. They were up 2-0, and they, they kind of gave it away. So, listen, they can fix things here and there if Chris Paul's willing to. But if he doesn't, though, this is what I say about Phoenix. They have to prepare because he's yeah. a free agent. And they have to start thinking, what's our backup plan if Chris walks to keep this thing moving in the right direction? Because Chris was a big piece. Correct. No, you're right. You're right. And that's the thing about it, that um, if this is the case with the Lakers, man, it's it's I don't like it for any of these players that we just mentioned, just because it kind of messes up for me as the fan, as a fan. Um. 
kind of messes up their legacy a little bit, you know. Like, uh, yeah. to me, I see Bradley Beal as a as a star in his own right. Yeah. You know, to to me, I see a Russell Westbrook. Well, not really yeah. as much as Bradley Beal, but also a star in his own right. I think teaming up with a man that would be ridiculous, right? Like you Absolutely. think about Anthony, a LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and like a Bradley that. That, that's not even fun to watch, honestly. It's not fun to watch. And, if, and of course, if that was to happen, everybody would pick them as favorites. And I'll be one of the first ones on here to say, look, on paper, we're playing NBA 2K where this is a video game and nobody gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to win oh. the championship. But the reality is, remember, this is a long season. LeBron James is turning 38 next year. Anthony Davis, I don't know how old he is off the top of my head, but I do know his body's old. He's always hurt. Correct. So, and, you know, there's a lot of question marks. People like to give things away at the beginning of the year. I don't do that. I want to see it develop. Yeah. Oh, and look, we weren't going to talk about this today, but since we're talking about Bradley Beal, another team that actually, to me, will make more sense for him to go to because they need a guy like that right now to get back on the map. Uh, there's conversations with the Golden State Warriors as well. That would be, that would be, that, that would be, be ideal. That would be huge. Remember, Golden mm-hmm. State was right there. They would, they had a chance to be in the playoffs. They just missed it. And they have a lot going on uh, in terms of injuries and things. Clay Thompson's not there, obviously. So, yeah, right. if you add a Bradley Beal to that formula, Steph Curry is not done. He's not done by any stretch oh, no. of the imagination. So, you know, and Draymond still had a very good year, uh, you know, this year. So, you know, obviously they have good young players. They may lose some of them if they get Bradley Beal, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, Bradley's going to go somewhere at some point. I don't think he's going to stay in the Wizards long term. Okay. Uh so, yeah, so now let's talk about this real fast. Let's talk about the season as a whole. Uh, we're going to highlight some of these teams, man, that uh, did things that people did not expect. Great year. Uh, it was a great, great year for the NBA. Great year for the NBA. 100%. 100%. Great way to come back from this pandemic, for sure. Um, <laughs> our team. We always had to mention our team before we yeah. end the podcast. The New yeah. York Knicks. Yes. We made the playoffs and we made yes. the championship. Now, let's touch on that a hold little on. bit. Hold on. Let me just say, yeah, hold on, hold on. I was just about to mention that we're going to get into it. We ended the season fourth in the Eastern Conference. Our record yes. was 41 and 31. Yes. With our young core, I'd love to add that with a New York Knicks team. Why do I like to add that? Because whoever's been a New York Knicks fan for a long time, we all know the formula that we're doing now wasn't what we were used to. Different and because now. of that reason, it's working now. Because we switched up our formula. And, Touch on that, Paul. And yeah, we switched up our formula. And it's, it's clear, clearly because we switched up our management team. Starts from management and coaching, which, by the way, um, I loved when they signed Thibodeau. The, the management team signed Thibodeau. I thought he was great for this young team because you need somebody that – that earns respect, deserves respect, and he's a tough coach that is defensive-minded, and it worked. We became one of the best defenses in the league, and he, he, he's going to yell at these players. It doesn't matter how much money they're making. He's going to yell at them, and I love right. that because the Knicks need that. They need that. But, yeah, and to stay on Thibodeau real quick, became coach of the year, right? He won the NBA right. coach of the year. So as he, that, should. as he should. As he should. They were the number four team in the East. They won more games this year than last year in less games. And if that was the most improved trophy or or award for a team, it would be the New York Knicks. Oh, absolutely. I was just going to say, remember, they won more games this year than last year. 
with less games played this year. Because remember, this this year was 72 game season. Every year after that, before that, was 82. And we still won more games and less. So imagine if we had 82 games. We could have won 50. I don't know. But mm-hmm. but here's the here's the here's the point. The coach of the year, Thibodeau of the NBA, got the most out of Julius Randle. It's his first year with Julius Randle. Right. He made him the most improved player of the year. He made him an NBA All-Star. And yes, Julius Randle worked on that. I'm not trying to say Thibodeau is the only reason. No, 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 no. But, but it plays a part. It plays a part. It plays a part. It plays a huge part because 100%. last year it was a completely different Julius Randle. Well, it's 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 how Thibodeau's using him. It's how right. how he how he gets these guys motivated. It's how the game plan. It's how he says, "Look, we can, we can, we know, we all know how to put the ball in the hoop." They're NBA players. Everybody, including the 15th man on the roster, knows how to do that. But we need but to push you in where you do it best. Exactly. And not only that, I want you, the only way you're going to stay on the court is you better be playing some defense. I want to see hustle. 100. percent And that's and what we he also does. Don't want to bring it up the ball. And yeah, and he puts them in a position to win. Be Every in a player. Already, we're going to have Every, to point on bring the ball right. to you. Exactly. Every player on his roster that he used this year, he used their skill set perfectly in the flow of the offense, right? If you think about Reggie Bullock, who unfortunately we might we might lose this offseason, right? There's a lot right. of interest in him. He's a free agent. Yeah. But mm-hmm. he used him beautifully. A 3 and D guy. He had him running around the wings, hitting threes. You know, you look at Alec Burks, he used him in the same position to, to hit those threes. Hello, man, Alec Burks. Him in the low, low I know you talk a lot of you know, crap about Alec Burks. I mean, Alec Burks, on. if you listen to no, Never, never. I don't know what you got against Alex Burks, man. He he started off the season great for us, and he Why would when I? we needed him, he was there. No, no, Why? no, no. I don't, I don't talk anything about Alex Burks. Uh, I great actually like Alex Burks. I exactly. There you go, role player. But if you were looking uh, long term and not like the starting shooting guard or even small, that's not going to be the option. He's a good role player, a spark off the bench, and you know when you talk about things. Well, when we talk about things the Knicks need, you know, we'll get to that on another top, another episode, I'm sure. No, no, we can, but, we can mention. They, but, you know. We were talking about they, this the other day. You know, Alec, Alec Burks and Reggie Bullock are very good at what they do, but they're not, they're not NBA starters on, like, you can't say Reggie Bullock can start on every, every NBA no. roster. So no, no. that's what we need. We need a guy we use, in we that position. We used what we had. We used what we had. And, and, and we used it beautifully. And but that's that's coaching and getting but that the just comes to show players. you. That just comes to show you, Paul. If we were able to do this with this team, and we used what yeah. we had as a supporting cast towards uh, 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 Julius Randle and RJ Barrett, let's not forget that. No, he grew up. Let's not forget that. Yeah, but year three, we were, by the way. Correct. If we were able to do this with this team, this is the thing about this great thing here. We all know that the. Um, New York is the method, right? Yeah. So we needed a year like this to get absolutely interested in coming absolutely. to the Knicks. Absolutely, this- and and the beautiful and, and yeah, you're right. And and the beautiful thing about that is just to touch on what we're walking into right now, which is the NBA offseason, right? We just wrapped up the championship. We just touched on that, but you know, you got the draft coming up. You know, next week or yeah, next week. So you got the draft coming up. Let's not forget the Knicks. You're just talking about the Knicks. They they were number four this year with the NBA Coach of the Year and the NBA Most Improved Player who became an All Star, right? But this thir- this draft coming up, they have four picks, tw- uh, 19, 21, which are very yeah. good picks. 19 and 21, yeah. you can get quality picks or you can Correct. trade up, Correct. right? And then you also have 32 right. and 58, 
But those that's just the NBA draft. Then in the NBA offseason, this is what I love about Knicks management, right? Salary cap. They 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 haven't thing. married exactly. They have not married themselves to long-term contracts. So when this is how Wait, you build a team. Yes, exactly. This is how you build a team, though. You 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 got this young team to to play above, right? Mm -hmm. They were number four in the East. Now you still have four picks in this draft coming up. Four picks, and then for free agency, you're one of the teams with the most money, right? With a with a situation now that you can't just say, okay, oh, people want to come here because it's New York. No, they oh, we have New a York, and because we're good, we're going in the right direction. So. The Knicks are in a good position. Yes, we lost to Atlanta. We need to. But they're in a good position. We need to take advantage of this. They're in a good position. Opportunity, but we yeah. need to take advantage of this opportunity. I, I, I see. I see. I see the Knicks only getting better from here. I'm telling you, between this now, management, between this coaching, between the draft, yeah. like I just said, and between free agency, which we can do an episode completely on what I think they're going to do on draft and free agency. But right. I, I like where the Knicks are going. Okay. Now to end with the Knicks. We're not going to touch on too much free agency because we're going to have a separate uh, uh, episode on that. But one thing that we are missing is a point guard. Yes. And me and you had this conversation the other day. I mentioned this guy, and you were like, yo, I like it. And I okay. think that we have a high chance on getting a point guard like this. Okay, go ahead. Alonzo Ball. And you know what? For the Knicks, I love it. I love it. Not for every team, but for the Knicks, right? Because what we need. Yeah. It's what we need. Exactly. He's he, he's, a, he's a guy that is, is a very good defensive player. Steals, right? He does that. So that fits right into Thibodeau right there. He's going to stay on the court with his defense alone. But bigger than that. You know who you sound get... like, by the way? Talking about Lando Ball? Who? Uh, 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 Max Kellerman. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he, you know, he, went in. he went in on Lando Ball. He's like, I don't give it to every team in the NBA to use Lando Ball. Well, like, I, I didn't say that. I said but, yeah, de okay. it depends on the fit for Lonzo, right? So okay. I, I like this fit with the Knicks because the Knicks need somebody that can pass the ball, that can get into the to the to the paint and a, fa a facilitator. Yeah. A facilitator. And he's very good at that. And then a, a point guard that defends with good size. I think he's like six six. So you you're gonna and get that on him too. too. And the shot got better. So I don't want him to be like our number one or number two scoring option. No. But look, when you're open from three, you better knock it down. And I he can do that. He can do that. So I like that fit. Actually, he's he's really high on my uh, free agency list. Also because he's affordable. He's not going to demand high salary. You're not going to get married into a long-term uh, heartbreaker deal. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I think it'll work. But I, I like that. I like that. So that's a good name you pulled out. 100%. Now, honorable mention before we end this podcast. The Atlanta Hawks. Yeah. Young. Yeah. This yeah. team also finished at number five, 41 and 31. Technically, they finished at number four. They're tied with us. Um, yeah. Let's yeah, touch a little bit on this. This splitter. is a team on the rise. Oh, yeah. For but sure. the thing, the difference between them and the Knicks was most people, most people had them in the playoffs at, at the beginning of the year. They were already mm -hmm. proposing that this team has enough good young players and good young talent to make the playoffs, where they didn't do that with the Knicks, and we surprised the world with that. But where the Atlanta surprised the world was not making the playoffs, because a lot of people had them doing that, was, was going to the Eastern Conference Finals, two games oh, away yeah. from a, from a, from a NBA Finals, in their first, in Trey Young's first trip to the Finals. I mean, sorry, to the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, no, that, that team is stacked with young talent. 
and a good mix of veteran talent in terms of Danilo Gallinari. They got to see how they can keep some of those pieces, of course. Right. Um, you know, their coach, Nate McMillan, really did a great job with them once he took over. Um, and Trey Young, I think, like I said, I think I told you this when Trey Young didn't make the All Star team this year, which, by the way, was one of the biggest snubs in NBA history, in my opinion. Um, he looked at that and he said, okay, I'm not an All Star, no problem, but I am, and I'm going to show you. And one of the teams he took it out on was the Knicks, unfortunately. But he also didn't just do it to us. He took out the Sixers when nobody thought he'd take, he would take out the Sixers. And then oh, he yeah. went and, 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 and had a good series against the Bucks. They fell short. But, uh, yeah, no, they, they're a team on the rise. They're going to be scary regardless because they have good young talent. 100%. I mean, you look at uh, the, the, the Atlanta Hawks. That's one of those teams just like the Knicks, well, just like the Phoenix Suns. Um, that are really on the rise, and and yeah. and these are the type of teams that, unfortunately, is not unfortunately. I would say fortunately, changing the algorithm. I would say of the NBA because for years we've been saying the same, seeing the yeah. same teams over and over again in the finals. Yeah, you know and things like that. We're finally yeah. seeing a lot of these small markets. Yeah, and on just the rise. yeah, you're right. And just remember, like you said, like Phoenix Suns, yeah. I, I relate them to that, a good young team on the rise, of course. But to me, the Atlanta Hawks are a little bit accelerated more than the Phoenix Suns. And why I say oh, that? Oh, 100%. Why I very say pure, that? Very pure, uh, how you call it? Prematurely, for sure. Prematurely. I mean, this is only Trey Young's third year in the league. John Collins' mm-hmm. fourth year in the league. Uh, you know, and they're in, not only did they make the playoffs, Not Gallinari's, though. Gallinari been... Not Gallinari. Not Gallinari, but you need, you know, you need role players like him, of course. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about their star players. And in my opinion, their star players is, is Trey obviously Young. Trey Young. It's John Collins. It's Capella. You know, and these guys, they're still very young. If they can keep that, that together in that Eastern Conference, you got a scary team for years to come. And, and just to, to finish with Atlanta, it's, it's crazy that they went that far and almost mm-hmm. went to a finals. It was, I, I, was, I was even surprised at that point. I go, wait, wait, they might make the NBA finals because there was, there was a chance. But the, the fact that they got that far in Trey Young's third year, right, where he's only a one-time All-Star and really should be more. And, mm-hmm. and everybody, you know, again, the Luka and Trey Young thing will always be compared. But mm-hmm. if we're going to do that, then you got to also say that now Trey Young has gone further in his career playoff-wise than Luka did. So it's like this team is so young and driven by such a great guy that – Everybody always says, you can't do that, you can't do that, and he does it. So I'm not surprised by anything Atlanta does going forward anymore. I'm not. No, you're right. You're right. Um, so, guys, I hope you enjoyed this first uh, episode back. Um, there's going to be a lot more to talk about. Of course, um, we're starting in a great time just because the season just ended. Um, there's obviously everything is going to start up again. Uh, the Olympics is going, you know, and things like that. So we may yeah. touch on that a little bit as well. Yeah. But uh, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode. Like I said, if you haven't subscribed yet, please do that. Press the post notifications on YouTube. That way, you know, every single time we uh, upload, as well as press that like button. That way we get into the YouTube algorithm. Check us out on all the other platforms, Apple Music, um, Anchor, all that good stuff. And with that being said, I'm done. Uh, I'm excited for the next episode already. How about you? <laughs> super excited, super excited. We got a lot of t- to touch on, man. Like you said, the NBA free agency, the draft is upcoming. 
all mm-hmm. these rumors. People's gonna sign, start signing players. You, you know, we'll touch on other good young talent that we missed this episode from this past year. But um, there's there's gonna be a lot going on, man. The NBA is is you know a lot of people say it's oh it's off season. No, no, there's still a lot going on, and we're gonna give. No, you- this is when it, this is when actually this is when you should be more focused on everything because off season is where everything starts. You know what I'm yeah. saying? When you start yeah. to see movements. You know, yep. players uh, improving in the offseason and things like that, you know. Um, yep. So, and surprise, surprises come around in the offseason. Like, oh, my God, this guy just signed. You know, and you don't even know. Or a you know, trade. So. Or a trade, right? Correct. Correct. So, all right, guys, you already know what it is. Um, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And don't forget about subscribing. Please subscribe. That way you know every single time we upload. All right. With that being said, we out of here.